O my Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. And we read these words often. And they're from Matthew 26, 39. And it causes us, or should cause us, to think of the pressures that were on the Lord. That He was under. We try to understand the strain and the mental anguish that He was enduring. But we can't. We should be and are humbled when thinking of just how little we would be able to endure if just a small portion of the responsibility that he faced were placed upon our shoulders. Then saith him, he unto them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even unto death. Tarry ye here and watch with me. And he went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed, saying, O my Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. Couldn't Yahweh have spared his son this final death? Couldn't he have raised up another to accomplish his will? Couldn't this cup be placed upon another? Did Jesus of Nazareth have to be the one to be Savior and Messiah and at this very time? Was Yahweh's revealed plan so specific that the full burden must have been placed upon Jesus? And I will put enmity between thee and the woman and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head and thou shalt bruise his heel. Now even before Genesis 3.15, a thread of events had been set in motion. A plan was in the mind of the Creator from the beginning. The Logos was with God. Four 1,000-year days would see the crushing of the heel of the woman's seed. A great light, the sun's arising, was revealed to rule at the end of the fourth millennial day. The time scale of Yahweh as it related to his plan with man was set. The head was crushed, sin's power destroyed, and the chosen seed But when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth His Son, made of a woman, made under the law. This was the time that God had set to send His only begotten Son, full of grace and truth, to accomplish that which no other could. The prophet Isaiah sounded beforehand of the way that was to be prepared by John. The voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. John had come and accomplished his calling. The virgin conceived and gave birth 
the sign revealed unto unto and spoken of by Isaiah had arrived. Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. This was not to happen again, and had not happened in the past. It was a signpost in the stream of time to mark this most holy of events. The 70 weeks of years spoken of by Daniel had ticked away and were coming to an end for those that had understanding and were waiting for the consolation of Israel. Simeon, with eyes wide open, waited for the appearance of the promised child. And it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. As a key fits a lock, so Jesus fit his Father's purpose. A copy can be made of a key, but Jesus was the one and only man to fulfill the purpose intended. It was upon him and no other before or after. Now we know that Jesus knew these prophecies and they were always upon his mind. In Matthew 1 and 22, Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of by the Lord, by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. And there was, and was there until the death of Herod, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of by the Lord the prophet, saying, Out of Egypt have I called my son. And again, and he came and dwelt in a city called Nazareth, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of by the prophets. He shall be called a Nazarene. All these things were upon Jesus' mind all the time. These things were being fulfilled. All this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of by the prophets, saying, Tell ye the daughter of Zion, Behold, thy king cometh unto thee, meek, and sitting upon an ass, and a colt, the foal of an ass. And the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them. Again, then Jesus said unto them, Put up again thy sword into his place, for all they that take the sword shall perish by the sword. Thinkest thou that I cannot pray unto my Father, and he shall presently give me more than twelve legions of angels? But how then... Shall the scriptures be fulfilled that thus it must be? Reading from Luke 4 and 14. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. And there went out a fame of him through all the region about. And he taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, 
to preach deliverance to the captive, to recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book. And he gave it again to the minister and sat down. And the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. And he began to say unto them, This day is the scripture fulfilled in your ears. All along his path, he was keenly aware of his actions fulfilling what had been foretold. He knew of the glory and he knew also of the pain that was to come. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Who for the joy. Was this joy before him his life? Or was it more so the joy of the knowledge of the fulfillment of Yahweh's plan and the salvation of of all the faithful down through the stream of time. We heard from Aaron this morning of the particulars of all the prophets and how Jesus fulfilled these things. His strength and endurance until the end completed what had been looked for by all the worthies of old. His actions cracked the surface of their graves to allow them to be raised again at the end time. In John 8.56, Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and he saw it and was glad. They all knew that the center of God's plan was a Savior to come. The prophets foretold by the word of God, and Jesus fulfilled those words and his plan perfectly. God couldn't have spared his son the pain and also destroy sin in the flesh. No other could be raised to accomplish his will but the only begotten of the Father. The cup fell upon Jesus and he endured the pain in submission to his Father's will. Only Jesus of Nazareth fulfilled all the requirements necessary to accomplish the task. God had set the time and it had come. Yahweh's plan and purpose had been revealed and was clear. Jesus was the chosen seed and bore the burden willingly and perfectly. At this time, I'd like us to stand with Memorial Hymn.